The following podcast has been brought to you by the one best podcast. Junior Robin. Maybe you're just a fanboy. <laughs> In battle, anything can be taken from you. No matter what is taken, you must be able to keep fighting. When? Thanks for checking out the One Best Podcast. I am your host, Andrew Karachi, alongside... Andrew Quimby. What did you think of our, our voice guy this week? Well, apparently we're not owned by a random dude now. Yeah, what, what was... We were owned by Ralph Nader or something last week? I, I don't remember things. <laughs> that was ages ago. Clearly. Um... Did I even say what the name of our show was? <laughs> I, I'm spacing today. But anyways, this is the One Best Podcast, Backcast Edition. Yeah, I did all that. I did that spiel. Okay. What do we have in store tonight? Jeez. Oh, what, this is a great start here. Um, Good start. We are discussing four episodes of the Titans, DC's Titans show. Um. For off sex season two. First four episodes of season two. You got names for these episodes? Yes. Uh, I love doing this to him, by the way. I, I had it up and then I closed my phone and now I gotta open it. Try the episodes are Trigon, Rose, Ghosts, and Aqualad. Yeah, they they're doing the one uh, word titles too, or one phrase title. The same thing with Beware of the Batman. It's very interesting. And I don't think there's any relation to it, by the way. I don't think this, any of the same people worked on the projects. Um, I guess with that, you can check the podcast out on any major podcast network. Uh, iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, PlayPod. Uh, fan favorite. Actually, we have more plays from PlayPod over the last few weeks than any other platform 
It's not saying much, by the way. Um, Stitcher. And anything else? You can Google it. I think we're on there. A couple... We have a couple of episodes on demand on YouTube. Um, that those are the uncut versions, meaning there's no intro or anything like that in those. Actually, there are. There's not. I'm lying. Um, <laughs> there's just a lot more rambling at the beginning. Yeah, there's a little bit more rambling at the beginning. There's sometimes a little bit there, here and there. You can find that at Mad Dog 2001. Um, you can find us on Facebook, search Backcast Weekly, uh, hit like. And when you hit like, that makes you part of this Backcast community where we talk all sorts of nonsense and shit that no one cares about. I didn't mean that. Um, you, can, you can also email us at onebestpodcast at gmail.com. Um, there's where you, um, Mr. Quimby, will... Read your email online. Not online. He'll read it on the air. And uh, with that, Mr. Quimby, do we have any emails this week? We have received no emails. That's halfly slightly disappointing. Which is, means it's like not slightly disappointed, but half of slight. Whatever that half is. Of, half of slight. Okay, I'll accept that. And. So, if you've heard, um, Doom Patrol is coming back in September. Um, Titan Season 3 will be debuting on HBO Max August 12th. Um, we will be covering those episodes week by week. So that that's going to be fun and exciting. We never followed a show as it's airing before like that. Um, so that's going to be fun. Um are you excited for season three for the record? Uh we'll we'll see how season two goes. I I I don't know. Really? These, these these first four episodes were I don't know. They they were strange for me. Really? I yeah. felt like they I felt like the show in general after the Trigon episode, has a clear direction of what they're trying to do now. It's like they learn from a lot of their mistakes from the first season, and they're kind of trying to tell a story that actually kind of makes sense, where you're not completely left in the dark, like the first season was. Really? Because I kind of feel like I'm in the dark a lot, still. Yeah, but you feel, but I feel like there's going to be more of a payoff, because they're actually going – they're doing a lot of the stuff they should have done in the first season by giving you uh, – it, it, no, I still don't know what's going on with Dick and Dawn. Like, they showed a flashback where they were kind of together, and yeah, apparently still in the picture. So, right. And yeah, like they said that her and Hank separated, and then her and Dick were dating. With Hank around, which was weird. Yeah. Very much so. And, yeah, it seemed like that original Titans group might. Um, I kind of want to see that show more than the one I'm watching. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because they went into this whole story with Donna Troy and Aqualad, and I feel like it should have. I don't know. It, 
I the story was too quick on that. It seemed like they got a good person to play Aqualad too. Yeah, that was actually really good. I'm kind of. Do, do we get more of him, or was this the extent of what we see of him? Well, he's dead. So well, yeah, but there, there's other. I think flash. they might, they might do some more flat. I don't know. Like I told you, it's been a while since I watched it, and okay. a lot of the stuff I don't, I forgot about. Um, but we get Slade, and this looks like a really good version of Slade. Mm-hmm. I like this Slade a lot, actually, and. We we know that the Titans dismanded at some point because of the murder of Gar and or Garth. Is it Gar or Garth? I hate Garth. that we have two characters. We have a character named Gar and a character named Garth. I hate that by the yeah. way. Yes, very much so. Yes, Gar is the is Beast Boy, Garth is Aqualad. Okay. It's weird because in Young Justice, it's a completely different Aqualad because in their universe, Aqu- uh, Aquaman's actual son doesn't become Aqualad. He stays in Atlantis and someone else becomes Aqualad. But hmm. I forget the guy's name, but he's actually the son of Black Black Mantis. Black Mantis? Yeah. I didn't know Aqualad existed until I watched this. Okay. Yeah, he's a... He, well... Okay, so in the comics, especially in the comics, it was more, it was a big thing in the 70s where every um, 70s and 80s that every hero had to have some type of sidekick. Mm-hmm. So they just started making up a lot of these sidekicks. That's why you saw Donna Troy, Wonder Girl. Um, uh, Another sidekick I didn't know. Right. And so that's just something they did. Kid Flash. Like, in the originals, they didn't have all these sidekicks, but they wanted to make this, the, the superheroes um, reaching uh, a younger audience. So they, had to enter, they introduced all these sidekicks. And then in kind of the 90s and the 2000s, they were all kind of forgotten about. And they kind of mm-hmm. redid everything. And, yeah. like, that's why you don't know. That's why you never knew who Wonder Girl was. That's why you've never heard of Speedy. That's why you've never heard of um, any of the other uh, sidekicks other than Robin. That's why you never really hear about Superboy or any of that shit. Yeah. Because, it, like I said, it's just a different... They just didn't... Those type of people just weren't in... They, weren't, they were never introduced. Because mm-hmm. they... Probably because they thought having... Su- Every hero having a sidekick kind of dilutes the hero. Yeah. Which, in a, in, in a way, it does. But I kind of <laughs> like the way how they do it with this, because it seems like... I, well, Hawk and Dove weren't sidekicks of anybody, I don't think, but... No. So, the original Titans, it seems... Well, I'm jumping around, but let's let's go to the Trigon. We'll, 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 we'll end with Trigon first. We'll talk. We'll talk about that storyline because. Um, you mean we the, go in, the first season? The, it should have been the finale of the first season, but it's the first episode of this season, um, and we get to go see go through everyone's personal hell in about five minutes. Um, yeah, I wish they would have spent more time on like, like uh, yeah, like it's like I think like, would you say the first twenty minutes is like they wrap up the whole Trigon thing. 
that yeah. should have been a 45-minute episode, and they could have just expanded on everything a little bit, and that would have been an amazing finale to the first season. Well, they could have split this season into parts. Like, the first half could have been, like, the Trigon story. The second half could have been introducing Slade. And, um... It, or you could have made the first season, could took a, a break, and then came back and finished the first season. But I feel like every episode, they should have been a different episode for all the each character about their their own personal hell. Mm. And because then you could have gone into some more great detail with that. And it would also would have made uh, Trigon a little bit more of a formidable foe. Instead of having Raven going out there and just like saying, I'm in charge, and then he's gone. Like, I feel like there could have been more there. Yeah, I don't know. It's just, I don't mind that as much because it was just, they built Trigon to be, like, you couldn't keep Trigon around because Trigon is just too destructive in an individual to keep around. Yeah, nothing that the Titans would have been able to stop. Like, Raven could, but they should have like. I don't know. I feel like there, there could, there should have been. It, it should have been blown off in one episode. I don't know. I feel like if they had just wrapped this, if they had wrapped up Trigon in the finale of the first season, then it would have at least felt like you had a full arc of it, rather than <laughs> them blowing him off in the beginning of the second season. It just, it literally just feels like. What was the entire point of the first season if they just blow him off that easily? And as we get into the second part or the the actual second season, Raven and Beast Boy and Jason Todd have all become irrelevant now. It's it's all about the original Titans. And where it's just it's it's weird because those characters weren't really talked about too much in the first season. Like Hawk and Dove had their own episode. Don't get me wrong, but it seems like their um, the continuity from the first season and the second season seemed not to be there. Because, yeah, like I said, they I feel like Dick Grayson dating Dawn when Hank is in the area still to me, just seems very unlikely. And it'd be very unlikely that Hank and Don would get back together after Dick left, because then he's kind of almost like the rebound guy in a way. At the same yeah. time, Dick's also the rebound guy. I don't know. <laughs> it's weird, because to me, like Hank is... Everything we've seen of Hank is he's kind of a hothead. Yes. And everything we've seen of him there's no way that he would just be like, oh, yeah, we dated. Now you're sleeping with my friend. We're still going to fight together and be heroes together and just be completely cool with it and not seem to have a problem with it in the slightest. Right. Um, that doesn't seem like his character at all. Right. It was it very weird. It doesn't seem it, it contradicts what we know of Hank. And. Like I said, I know like, you don't like. I know you don't like Hank, but I, I actually like the character. I, I like Flashback Hank. You like who? I like Flashback Hank. Oh, the little kid. 
like in when when they originally the the Titans flashback where he was in the Titans oh. with but like that that was fine, but like yeah, like like current day Hank is just still an asshole, and it's just weird because it's like it's not even the same person because they showed you like college Hank who was an asshole, modern day Hank is an asshole, and then apparently he was like just a cool dude in the middle somewhere. Like, it's yeah, just I feel like he would be more weird. of an asshole when he wasn't with Dawn compared to being with Dawn. Yeah. Like, but, unless he yeah. had, unless he had another, uh, a, 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 some side girl on the side that we don't know about during that time. This is but, why he was happy. But the problem is, like, so even if, if they separated whatever and, like, she, Dawn is with Dick. I feel like he'd still kind of be an asshole to Dick because he kind yes. of took this girl. But right. he's not. He's more of an asshole to Dick now now that he's with Dawn than, than he is when Dick was with Dawn. Yeah, I, I don't know. That whole thing is just... Their whole relationship triangle thing is just like no continuity and it's very... And it, it, it's unnecessary. We... we like I'm all for it, but let, like to just kind of smear past it, I, I feel like you need to go into some detail with it. You need to go into detail on why Hank and Don broke up the first time, or you could. They shouldn't have showed us that. See, it, this would have all been fixed if we would have never had that flashback with um with Don and Hank. They could have. The the way I would have done it is. Dawn was with Dick first. She broke up with Dick, or Dick broke up with her, and then she met Hank. And that's why she was kind of in a... Instead of having her, like, um, brother die or whatever, or have or he have his brother die and she happened to be there, that could have all happened, too. No, sorry, I have that backwards. That could have... Then, but because she was kind of in a depressive state, because she just broke up with Dick... Or Dick broke up with her or cheated on her with Barbara or whatever. Like, it, it had to have been something, Dick did something bad. Let's put it that way. Almost irredeemable. And um, so then she starts hanging out with Hank and then starts falling for Hank because Hank's different than Dick. Mm-hmm. And th- then you, there you go. That's how you fix that story. But to have them together before Dick and then have <laughs> a Dick in the middle... And then, um, and then she goes back to Hank, and to the point where he even threatens to leave her again. It just seems kind of it, it contradicts yeah. the character Hank, and it contradicts Dawn too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it just it's it's weird that that whole relationship just doesn't make any sense. And I, I think it's nitpicking too. I don't even think it has really anything to do with the plot, but that's what we and do yet, on the show. They keep giving it to us. Yeah. Why do they keep throwing it in our face if it's it's not that big of a deal? Like and they I went with their way. Stupidest. And I agree. I fixate on the stupidest things. But to me, that like that to me is a plot hole, and it, it does it, it. Like I said, it contradicts what we already know. 
So it's mm-hmm. almost like the first season didn't exist. So I don't know. Maybe we should just forget about the first season and just go with this. Yeah, that's almost kind of what it feels like. See, it would have been different, too, is if this, if the, this flashback episode, if it was if it was being told to us from a certain perspective, like yeah. somebody was actually like, telling the story. So you can be like, well, maybe this is just their version of events and how they saw everything that happened. Right. But like, it's, this is just a, like, the way they showed it to us. This is just, no, this is exactly how it happened. Like, because if they had said like, oh, well, this is like, this is a, what's her name? Wonder, Wonder Girls version of events. Like, this is how she remembered it all happening. Like, you could be like, oh, okay, she just doesn't remember him being a dick, and she just, like, it's, like, if you could just, like, write all that off as, like, okay, this is just how she remembered it. But, I don't know, they didn't even, they, if they, at least they could have used that loophole, that kind of angle, but they didn't, I don't know. You know what would be kind of nice, and, like, maybe some comic book, the, the, the extreme comic book fans probably wouldn't like this, but as more of a casual, like, a media fan of, of comic book characters not knowing a lot about donna troy not knowing a lot about um uh, uh who's the other one uh starfire and not knowing a lot about the, the other characters in the show other than dick grayson we get so much dick backstory we don't get like barely any backstory of the other characters like donna troy we get like no backstory on her how is she Wonder Girl? What is she? Like, does she, um, where did she get her powers from? Is she Amazonic? Is she, I know I heard something that she's half human, half Amazon. I think she, yeah. it was a casual line that was just randomly dropped. But what does that mean? Mm-hmm. Um, like, we don't need to know the whole backstory of Gar because it doesn't look like he's going to be, a, he, he's not really alive, so that's fine. But like, Donna Troy, who's supposed to be a major character in this show, I'd like to know a little bit about her. Maybe why can't we get a flashback episode of just her uh, meeting Diana, meeting Wonder Woman, working with Diana, how she split from Diana? Like this, all this is all this stuff is what you would see in any CW show. And like I'm not saying CW writes good television, but they they have a format, and they. How often when they introduce a character in those shows, do they just not tell you their backstory? Never. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Even so, even if you already know it, they don't. I mean, they do it. Arrow, for example, every character gets like their own arc. Um, I feel like this show struggles because they expect you to know everything. And then you feel kind of, it feels like the show isn't for you because it'd be like, me trying to watch Star Wars for the first time and just kind of watching clips without kind of getting into it and learning the characters and watching it in order, and watching it multiple times, or even like, or trying to get into Star Trek randomly. Just, I'm going to watch a random episode of Star Trek and now I'm going to be a Star Trek fan. But you need to know something. You need mm-hmm. to kind of understand because the show is continuing and you have to, you know, you don't know where to begin. And sure, I could ask Rob, where should I begin if I want to get into Star Trek? Or I can ask Jeremy, where should I start if I want to get into Star Wars? But like the um, the point, and it could be any form of media that's like that has a very niche or a very extreme niche audience. 
And with superheroes, you're especially when it's not Batman and it's not Superman or it's not the Marvel characters right now that are high profile. You need to explain to us what these characters are. Because mm-hmm. not everybody knows who Donna Troy is. And I'll be honest, before this series started, I didn't know who Donna Troy was. That's me. I mm-hmm. knew who Wonder Girl was. I've heard of Wonder Girl. I didn't know that was Donna Troy. I didn't know they were the same person. Because yeah. Wonder Girl, every version of Wonder Girl I've ever seen has blonde hair. Starfire. Maybe they're waiting to give us more on Starfire, so I'll relax on that one. But mm-hmm. Um, because she doesn't know her own backstory for the longest time. So if she doesn't know it, they can't really tell us it. So I'm okay with that. Um, but like, like even at least Beast Boy got a little bit of an explanation. Mm -hmm. And we got so much from Robin. Yeah. Raven. Right. Um, uh, Don. Don and uh, Don and Hank got two flashback episodes, essentially. Mm-hmm. So, and they were getting flashback episodes before they were even in the show. Mm-hmm. So, see, I, I see the weird. Okay, so the weird thing that's weird for me about the second season so far, I guess, is the show is going completely different direction than I thought it was yes. going. Yeah, I thought this show was gonna be Raven, Beast Boy, and and Robin, and then Dick like leading them, and they were just gonna be doing crime things and fighting crime and dealing with bad guys and doing like do like a week to week like you know like normal like Arrow Flash like yeah like Arrow yeah. Flash like like fighting weekly problems kind of deal. That's what I thought the show was going into. But instead, they're like, yep, you know those characters we just spent the entire first season with and said they're so important? We're just going to shove them to the side and bring the other characters we barely talked about and make them the main characters, even though you probably don't care about them. Because they haven't given us a reason to care about them. They were, yeah. Hawk and Dove were barely in the first season. They were side characters of the first season. Like, Starfire was like, now she remembers things, but she's off doing whatever the fuck she's doing. But I guess she's she's coming back. With. But like, and then and Donna Troy, like, why do I care? Go go be Donna a cop, Troy, whatever she's pretending to Donna, be. I don't care. Donna Troy didn't even show up until like the second to last episode. Yeah, she's just a range. She's just a person who showed up, and now she's like a main character. And like, now we're having like. Oh, it's the villain that we fought forever ago thing, and it's 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 uh, it's happening again, blah blah blah. And it's just like it's turned into these like a their show, and it's like which I'm that's, okay that's with. Not what they sold. Being, I'm okay with that, but it's being told out of order. This should have been the first season. Trigon should have been the second season. Getting them to back together is like the Dick starting Titans up again or something like that. And it's funny because in the whole first season, you never hear the word Titans at Mm -hmm. all. The whole season. You didn't even, there was not even uh, that they even had a group called the Titans. Second season starts 
And now they, they're talking about, oh, you used to be in the Titans. Oh, you used to be. When Gar, Gar knew about the Titans in the second season, but he had no idea who they were in the first season. Uh-huh. So, like I said, I think it's two different people writing the show. Now, that doesn't mean the show's bad. It's just it's got some inconsistencies, and it's always going to have that in any type of show. Um, it's crazy because they introduced a Bruce Wayne in this, and we've been talking about Titans for a while, and we haven't even talked about him yet. And I'd like to get into that because normally when they – in a Batman-like show or a show that revolves at where they're not going to have Batman in it, they just won't have him in it at all. Well, they decide we're going to have a, an actual actor play Bruce Wayne. And we get to meet him. And he gets, you know, we get a scene with him and Dick. It was a good scene, I thought. Yeah. Um, what, do you, what do you think but of Bruce Wayne? It's yeah, it's very interesting that they actually made him a character. It's funny because when he first pulled up the mansion and he was standing there, I was, there, Alfred. Was, I was like, I'm like, oh, it's Alfred. And then he was like, yeah, hello, Bruce. And I was like, oh, wait, what? That's that's oh, that's Bruce. I thought this was just going to be like an Alfred conversation. I thought that too. But then yeah, then he first has just I... like a heart to heart with Bruce, and I'm just like, oh, okay, this is interesting. This is not. It was an it was a weird thing that I'm like, this is weird that they're using Bruce Wayne as just like a normal character. Like I feel like that just doesn't happen ever. It's just bizarre. It was that whole thing was just bizarre to. But it was good though, and I think they yeah, did this good. right. Like, I I like you. This is their way of getting around. We're not allowed to give you Batman, but we'll give you Batman as Bruce Wayne. Okay, I can mm-hmm. handle that. And it's an older Bruce, and it makes sense because Robin in the series looks like he's probably in his late twenties, right? Mm-hmm. So Dick would, or Bruce would probably be in his fifties. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, it. I guess this is. Um, I think he's an Australian actor or an English actor or something like that, and he tries his hardest to hide the accent. And I think he does a pretty good job hiding it. That was him hiding the accent? Uh, he dude, if you heard him, heard him talk, hear him talk, and he has to, it's hard. Like, when you have a, a, a really thick, I think his accent's extremely thick. And he's trying mm-hmm. to do an American version of it. I didn't think it was that bad. Yeah, but I still, it's still, I'm like, because, like, when yeah, I was it's, watching, it's I'm, not well, American, they have a, it's definitely, they have a it's British, definitely I was like, they have a British Bruce Wayne. That's kind of interesting. That's kind of how I felt. Like, that's what I thought about it, too. I was like, okay. But he's not, like, Michael Caine British. No. Like, this is an uh, uh, an American kind of... Like, when you see a, a person with a British accent in a, an American television show, this is kind of what it is. Someone who's trying to hide the British accent a little bit. Not like when you're watching a British TV show where everyone has those thick British accents and you can almost, it's almost like they're speaking a completely different language. <laughs> I don't know. I watch British shows. Sometimes. I have a tough, I have a hard time getting through a lot of them. Uh, Just if, if the accent's super thick, it's, I have a tough time. I've watched a lot of strange British sci-fi shows. That's fair. 
And accents. Right, but when I like watch a British drama series or something like that, eh, sometimes it's hard for me to. And they got different rules. Like they're especially if you're watching a crime drama, they have different rules than the Americans do. So like when I'm thinking, well, you can't say that in court. Oh, well, there you can. Here you can't. <laughs> yeah. So um. So yeah, we get we get to meet Bruce Wayne, and he seems like a very understandable Bruce. He doesn't come off very angry. Um, not, nothing at all of what Dick was say, like talking about about him. Yeah, yeah he was seemed like a very level headed, like normal, average kind of just Bruce kind of dude. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe because he never had a heart to heart conversation with Dick Grayson. <laughs> Maybe he doesn't want Dick Grayson to leave again. Yeah. And then he tells them to bring Jason Todd with him. Mm-hmm. And, he's, and Jason Todd's not going to be allowed back in Gotham until Dick thinks he's ready. <laughs> yeah. Which I like that. That's like Bruce, like, Bruce still, it's like Bruce is running the tight. Like, he's kind of the king of the Titans. Like, it's his... It's his thing. He's paying for all of it and all that kind of crap. He's <laughs> appointing Dick Grayson in charge of it. And he's giving, you know, it's like Dick is like this, is like the store manager and um, uh, Bruce Wayne is the owner. Yeah. Which, it's kind of weird too. It's like, I feel like they see, they like, like gutted uh, Jason Todd's, like, fighting powers in this season. Because, like, in the first yeah. season, he was, like, insane and was, like, as good as Dick was. And he was, like, really freaking good. Like, he was, like, really good fighter and he was all crazy and everything. And then they're, like, they now he's, like, getting his ass kicked by Gar. Well, he was blindfolded. He, yeah, but, like... Gar and Raven holding her their own against him. He should be mopping the floor with him, like how Dick kind of like mopped the floor with him, pretty much literally, when he tried to take a swing at Dick, and Dick just slammed him to the ground like there was nothing. Like, like they kind of put Jason Todd like he was like really good, like in the first season, and they like showed he was this like badass and everything like that and then this season he's like rookie tier again i have a different take on that um i think when he gets angry that's when he gets sloppy because when he was just kind of practicing technique with beast boy and was able to kind of counter moves and that kind of stuff while being blindfolded then he got cocky and then when he got cocky that's when the Beast Boy just walked up and just hit him in the back of the head. <laughs> and um, and when, when Raven beat him, it was Raven kind of like used her power, so it was kind of different. <laughs> yeah. So and, just, and Dick Grayson should mop. Dick Grayson, Dick Grayson should mop the floor with Jason Todd. Yes. Because Jason Todd's still a kid. Yes. Dick, Dick Grayson is, he's much more seasoned, much more, um, 
and all the mistakes that um, Bruce made with Dick, he corrected with Jason. Maybe he wasn't as hard on Jason as he was on Dick. Yeah. So the training might be different. And he's still a kid. So. But it's, it's even just, it's, yeah, it's just another one of those like, differences between the two seasons that just feels weird. Sure. Well, doesn't he get kidnapped by Slate at the end of that episode, or one of those episodes? Yeah, the last episode we watched, he got kidnapped by Slate at the end. Yeah. After so, Mr. whatever the fuck it is, Dr. Light or whatever the fuck his name is, like, beat the original Titans. Then Jason Todd showed up and kicked his fucking ass, and then he's got Dr. Light was saved by freaking Deathstroke. So basically, if Deathstroke wasn't involved in this, Jason Todd could have taken care of the whole thing himself, I guess. I don't know. It's kind of weird. Dr. Light's got to be one of the dumbest villains I've ever seen in a in a comic book series show. Like, yeah, okay. What, the, what, what was the deal? So... They were like, oh, Dr. Light's powering up in the stadium. Let's go take care of him. And they all just walked out in their casual street clothes. That was weird, with Jason Todd being the only one dressed up. Yeah, and like, yeah, and and so like the four original Titans went out to, and they went and confronted him, and like Hawk and Dove didn't put their costumes on. Like, they still have their costumes. They didn't have his on. And it's, he doesn't have a costume right now because his burned up. Right. But it's like Dr. Light knows that Dick Grayson's not uh, Robin. Like, yeah, like that's, it's very, that should I don't be know. a thing. Because yeah. that that connects to Batman. Though uh going back to the first season, do you remember the one with the carnival we didn't talk about this, but uh the carnival episode when he uh the guy, the the guy that was going around killing all the people uh, from the carnival. Yeah. So, do you remember at the end of that when um, his friend was like, "Man, you're Robin? Does Bruce know? Does Bruce know what? Does Bruce know you're working with Batman? Like, how stupid is he? <laughs> I, I, I want to nominate, yeah. nominate him for the." Dumbest person I've ever seen in a TV show. Uh huh. And it's like, and yep, and this is, this, yep, this is the guy that definitely should keep his bouncer job because that's the height of his. <laughs> yeah, this is uh, this guy's smart. All right. So like, don't you think? Because Batman's still active in the show. Don't you think that Dick Grayson going around with the original Titans? It's like. And having the Titans walk around without their costumes on. And the fact that Hawk and Hawk and Dove know that Bruce is Batman. There's people in the Justice League that don't even know Batman's Bruce. Mm-hmm. Because he, he only a few people know. Actually, in the um, Young Justice series, when when because Young Justice and Titans are really similar. It's just called it's the same concept but it's called Young Justice. And when Dick Grayson was in Young Justice, um, he always wore a mask. And then even when he was out of costume, he was wearing sunglasses, something to cover his eyes. And they always yeah. asked him, he's like, he's, 
He said, well, Bat- Batman does not want me to re- relieve my identity to you. So he always kept it secret. Mm-hmm. Because it would trace back to him. Yeah. And this show just doesn't care about secret identities. Nope. Or even, or even like, think it's a, a problem. Like, if I'm Slade, and I know Batman's Bruce, and I know Dick Grayson is Robin... Why wouldn't I just go attack Bruce at Wayne Manor to get to Dick? Or go attack Alfred? Mm-hmm. Or, you know, you know what I mean? Like, unless he just... Uh, a lot of it has to do, like, the, the Slade character. There's He has, like, an honor code, the way how he does things. And that's mm-hmm. not how he would do it. He would not. Uh, he would not go after Bruce as Bruce. He'd go after him as Batman. Yeah, and it's weird too. It, like he's like at one point he's like the doctor. Like he's like, oh, so we're just gonna attack him and wipe him all out. And he's like, no, we're gonna just cull the herd. Like it's like he's not even just trying to like wipe them out. He's just trying to like mind fuck them into retirement again. I guess. Yes. And we'll get more into that as the series progresses, because it is a very good Slade story that they're telling. So, like like I said, it might sound kind of confusing now, but it all will make sense. Um, yeah, the, now, the part that I'm deeply confused by is Deathstroke. They mentioned him nowhere in the entire flashback. And then he just shows up and just murders fucking Garth for no fucking reason. Well, he murdered Garth because it was a contract. It was a contract on him. Okay, I wish they would have explained that. They did. It was it was a very short scene. He was um when he was in San Francisco, he he um met with his client and his client had a hit out on um Gar or Garth. Garth. So uh-huh. that's so Slade technically started this all this whole thing. He shot Garth, and so now uh-huh. they are all going after him. And because of them going after him so hard, some things are done that are very questionable. As you saw um, when Dick Grayson met Jericho at the end of that fourth season or fourth episode, and. Uh, do you, did they tell us who Jericho is? Who is Jericho? Yeah, the the death kid. Oh, his name is Jericho. That's his kid's name. Yeah, that's Slade's that kid. That's Slade's firstborn son. Oh, I guess I missed that. I I know I didn't know any of this. So they showed when Slade was looking into the house with the with the mom and the kid and Jericho yeah. the death kid. That's uh-huh. because that was Slade's first wife and that was his kid. Okay, yeah. So they, he, every time he comes to San Francisco, he always comes and you know visit like checks up on them. Okay. Well like I said, Dick Grayson does some very questionable things to get the Slade. Okay. So, what did you think of the Slade costume, by the way? I thought it looked really cool. Yeah, he, he looks freaking terrifying. Yeah, and the actor who plays him, just the way... Would, we're not going to talk about the acting, because we didn't get that many scenes with him yet. But, like, <laughs> um, just the 
the way he looks. Does he look like? Doesn't he just look like Slade? He does. Yes. Like, seems like the exactly what Slade would look like. Yeah. Now I'm not sure if they got the size right because I know Slade's supposed to be really tall, but it's hard to find tall actors. But that's all right. That's that's a minute detail. Right. But like they. He looks just like him, and oof, he's one of my he's one of my favorite villains. So I always I always love when Slade's involved because I don't know we I don't know if I've ever seen like the only version of Slade I didn't like was the New Fifty Two because in the New Fifty Two they made Slade um, he used to be in the League of Assassins. And he wanted to be Rachel Ghoul's successor, but Rachel wouldn't let him. So then he killed Rachel Ghoul. Okay. Yeah, it's it's that's just dumb, isn't it? Kinda, yeah. So Rachel Ghoul's not even in the New Fifty Two. He dies in the very first New Fifty Two movie, hmm. which was Son of Bat, okay. or the first Batman New Fifty Two movie. Yeah. So, uh, let's see what else was going on. Raven's kind of taken uh, a back seat for now. Um, Starfire's doing some weird thing with some guy from her planet. Uh, I don't, I don't remember if that goes anywhere. And then Donna Troy is reminiscing on Garth. Like I said, I, Donna Troy, who looks to be kind of a major character in this series now, we need to know more about her. I'm also another maybe they'll explain. I'm very confused on like how Dick and Donna Troy are like. This is it was our fault. We the ones who screwed up in the past. We the, the we're the reason he's dead. And I'm like. I don't know, um, unless I guess there's something they didn't show us with the flashback. Like, it really doesn't seem like they did anything that was responsible for his death. They're not talking about Garth. Garth, that that was that's a misdirect. Oh, okay. They're talking about Jericho. Oh, again, that just confused me more than anything, and I'm just like, they what the love fuck to are you do, about? They love to do that, and I didn't even. When you said that, it they don't they never go back to that flashback. And the only reason I remember that now of what the that flashback that you're or that that scene you're talking about is because you just mentioned it. Okay. Because for me that was just confusing. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. I feel like I'm just as confused in this season as I have was in the first season. To be fair, you only watched four episodes, really three, because that first one doesn't really count. Yeah, and I know, but I'm just saying, like, I, I, I'm no less confused now than I was before. But are you interested to find out? No, really. Hawk and Dove, I, I, I Hawk and Dove, I don't care about. Donna no, Troy, it's, I know, but the problem is like you they're to keep watching. Does the show make you want to keep watching? Only because I hope that Raven and Gar and uh, rather Robin start doing things eventually. 
they're the only characters I care about. I don't care about any of the other characters. And the fact that they put the characters I actually are interested in in the background is making me kind of meh about the whole show. They took the characters they made me invest in and shoved them into the background and brought the side characters from the first season are trying to make me like them. And I'm like, I don't like these people. Why are you trying to make me like these people? They're not very likable to begin with. Exactly. I, in, in, they're not All they, they're, like, they're trying to make them likable. Yeah. Other than maybe Dick. And, uh, well, Dick, and Dick's like, yeah, he's, he's the main character. 20, because they gave he's us the, 20 episodes of backstory on Dick. Right. He's the main character. And mm-hmm. Starfire is supposed to be like the second main character of the show. But she's doing her own thing. And I don't even know. If she even know if they even know who Starfire is that's writing this show, because <laughs> I don't even know what she is yet. We just mm-hmm. know she's an alien from another planet that yeah. burns people. I guess I don't know. <laughs> she she shoots fire for reasons. <laughs> so ridiculous. Which is weird because like. It's like they just took her name too literally when they made the character for this show. Yeah. Because she didn't do anything with fire that I recall from, like, the Teen Titans cartoon. She had, like, she shot, like, energy balls, I feel like. I, I don't think she shot fire. Like I said, the show's a mess, but it seems like it's getting a little bit more organized. Compared to the first season where it was just all over the place. Maybe you liked it better that way, but I mean, they, um, because they, at least they were, they were focusing on the characters you like. But yeah, at least they were giving me interesting character scenes and characters, like, the characters were growing and not just rehashing characters that are bad. Well, I think but a lot of it is the first three episodes here are trying to establish the old Titans of what they used to be. And then, because we're going to get flashbacks of what um, what happened with them and if, why they're not together. If they and to know about the old Titans, they, they should have made a separate spinoff show with the original Titans. Yeah, but it all fits into the Slade-Dick Grayson feud. That's, that's, that's why they're doing this, because, they, because there has it, It's weird because, like... They, it seems like when they wrote the first season, they had no plans for a second season. And now that they're doing the second season, they want to make it more of a comic book superhero show by um, using code names and stuff like that, like they weren't doing in the first season. In the first season, it seemed like superheroes in general just didn't really exist in this universe. Mm-hmm. And Batman and Robin were more known as, like, these masked vigilantes, not, like, iconic superheroes like they're doing now. So it's like they're yeah. getting away from the format of what the first season was, and they're kind of going more towards the the Arrow and Flash route. They're not quite there, but it, it seems like they're trying to go that way more than they were with the first season, which they didn't know what they were. So now they're going to tell you, they're going to give you like a comic book 
kind of story. And we'll see we'll see how it plays out. But I, I think the show suffers for having too many characters because you're you're putting people that clearly haven't wrote a lot before. You can tell by the writing style. And I don't know if that's a fact. It seems like whoever's writing the show or who's ever like in charge of it, it seems like they're very inexperienced. I hope they're inexperienced because if this is an experienced writer, this this is this show's a hack. That's why I cut it slack because I feel like it's it's someone's. You can tell whoever wrote it is trying. They're they're trying. They're trying to write something good. They're they're trying to put some creative creativity into it. It's just not coming across that way yet. It's maybe is like. Maybe it's like a person who wrote comic books and is not trying to write a script for a show. Sure, it could be something like that. Maybe something it, like that. Or it could be a very, it could be like a first year screenwriter. It could be a first year producer. I don't know. Or mm-hmm. someone that's, or someone who's never produced. It could be an animator who's never produced television before. Who knows? Who knows what it is? But uh, like the, I mean, we we probably do. All we have to do is like look it up. But <laughs> yeah, that sounds like a lot of work. Right. But um, but that, from watching it, it seems very who's ever in charge of it's very inexperienced. Does it come off like that? It comes know. off very disorganized. Like you can tell when they wrote the show Arrow, like when they wrote it and produced it, it seemed very professional. It seemed like they had a plan. They had a story. And they had a payoff. Like, it was very organized. When you watched um, Flash, same thing. When you watch um, even Beware the Batman or, like, some of these animated shows, they they seem very organized. And they, they give you a scene that's not just a throwaway scene to be a throwaway scene. There's a reason why everything exists. And this, it's like they tell you a, a story that they're going to come back to, but then they forget to go back to it. <laughs> but you know that they wanted to, but they forgot. Yeah. It, it, it's like I'm writing the show. Like, it feels like it's my show that I wrote that w- who does not have a lot of it, has no experience producing television, but I'll have all these ideas. I'll put, and I, I'm thinking faster than I can write. Mm-hmm. And then I forget things. I forget what I was thinking about. And I feel like that's what this show is. Yeah. So there is there is a lot of creativity in it, and that's why I appreciate it. Um, I also kind of I do like it because it's different. It's different than any other superhero show I've ever really watched because you don't know what the hell's going on. You don't know. It, nothing seems to be cliche. Like all the all the stuff that you see in the other shows because you kind of know where it's gonna go. This, I have no idea where it's going to go as I'm watching it. So you have that surprise element. Because is this going to be a good story or is this going to be a train wreck? (laughs) So there's that entertainment aspect to it. Compared to Doom Patrol, which has a similar similar thing where you don't know what's really going on, but they but it's done at a much it's done much better and it, it more experienced people were on that project just in general 
Mm-hmm. And it, it comes it comes off as a much more organized show. Or yes, there's weird moments and weird scenes, but they're all there. They they'll have they're all there for a reason. They don't they don't contradict themselves in the same season or in one season from the next. Because it seems to me who's ever writing season two seems to be a little bit more experienced than the person that wrote season one. If they're different, because it seems like it's written by two different people. Mm-hmm. And season season two seems like he's like the Josh Wheaton of the Justice League movie. Like he's gonna he's gonna make it all colorful, and we're gonna get we're gonna use gimmicks, and we're gonna use uh, all this other stuff, and where the other version was much more raw and like you just you weren't sure what you were watching. Yeah. So that's why they're gonna they're throwing Slade at you because Slade's a popular villain. He's a popular Titans villain. If you if you're familiar with the Teen Titans show, you know who Slade is. He's a main villain of that show. So like, I think that's why they're doing it. They're like, we need to, we know what we fucked up in the first season with, so we're going to do the second season, but we're going to pretend like that first season didn't exist. Yeah, it's interesting. I don't know. So, like, I don't mind the old Titans flashback. I think it's kind of cool. But we need to, as long as we get back to the main story and we get back to the other characters, too. Now, are Hawk and Dove going to stay stay around for the rest of the season? Is Donna Troy going to stay around? I think Donna Troy was going was gonna to eventually... I think she could be in the show anyways, but Hawk and Dove, to me, I don't see the point of them. Mm-hmm. Like, why yeah. are they even in this show at this point? Yeah, like, I wasn't even sure why they were in the first season, to be honest. Right. Like, they could have died in that explosion in that one episode, and it would have been like, yeah, okay then. They're, they're weird characters. Like, I don't know why they exist. It's because, I, and I hate, like, and then they've got his whole, like, drug addict thing this season too which is like, it because like, do you think no. they they keep these people around because you have uh, an attractive woman and an attractive guy do you think that's the only reason why they keep these two around in the I just as characters huh I feel like Dick is more attractive than him but okay I feel like I'm just saying, like, he's... I, I, I don't want to... Okay, we're not going to debate who's who's hotter between Dick Grayson and Hank right now. <laughs> I, you brought this up. I feel like it needs to be a discussion now. Well, I, it all depends on what you're looking for, I guess. But, like, the... Oh, okay. The, what, um, here. What, what are you... What are I'm, not looking, I'm not looking for anything. I'm just saying because... Um, it was but as now I need be a throwaway point. I didn't know why. I, I don't really want to go in excruciating no. detail about this, but if we need to do it, fine. Let's do it. Which one do you find more attractive? I, I need to know the answer to this. I, I don't find either of them attractive, but 
being the wrestling fan and being fan uh, like how you see things, Hank has a pro wrestling like physique. Dick does not. Dick is like your he's a different kind of like like what they would consider like a hot hunk compared to Hank. They're two different kinds. That's what I'm saying. It depends on what you're looking for. But like Hank has the he's got the physique. He's he's the bodybuilder type. And uh Dick has the he's the other extreme of the other version. I don't know, dude. You're I don't know what you want me to do here. <laughs> I just love that I somehow made this uncomfortable for you. It seems like I'm not even yeah. I'm not uncomfortable about it, but yeah. I'm just saying like <laughs> like uh, all, right, all right, all right, hotshot. What about you? Oh, I I, I, I did not like, I did not pick I'm not picking one or the other. I'm just saying I could I could see the um. I could see why people would like Hank, and I could see why people would like Dick. Okay, okay. I feel like Dick is just a far more attractive individual. Okay. Hank is just... He's he's charming, charming, yeah. He's just a rugged brute person, and... and Some people like that. Mm, Okay. Okay, okay, you don't. I accept that. That's fine. I accept your premise. No, I just, I'm just wondering if that's why these are, these two people are still in the show. Or is it because they have too many young, young people in the show that they feel kind of weirded that they need to bring in some adults? Did I lose you? I feel okay. like it's the whoever whoever wrote this show was has a hard on for Hank. <laughs> um, no, I feel like it's more like whoever wrote this show was like I don't trust young actors to carry the show. Right. I don't trust that they'll be able to to act good enough to carry this show, and I want older, more seasoned actors on the show that can actually like that I can trust can actually like carry the show. I feel like it might be something along those lines where they don't want to have all young people because that's a gamble. Because if you have a young actor that is garbage at acting, you're just, your your show's screwed at that point. Right. Which I'm not saying like, that's the, it seems like uh, everyone who all the, like Robin Gar and like Raven, they're perfectly good actors to me. I haven't seen anything that's like, Oh my God, they're awful. Well, I, you're right, and I think that's exactly why they, they picked them. And I think a lot of it has to do with the way they look, too. And, you know, you you got to remember who's, like, watching your show. So if you are if you have adults watching your show and you're trying to get, like, uh, like sex appeal in your show, you can't just have a bunch of teenage kids. They'd just be kind of weird. So you have to bring in some adults. So I, I, could, I could see that. Um, because you have underage actors and very inexperienced actors in the show, so you bring in some more seasoned. I'm not sure about that. The female actor who plays, uh, or actress that plays uh, Dawn, I-, I think I've seen her in other things before, but I'm not sure what I've seen her in. But uh, I know the guy who plays Hank was in Blue Mountain State, which was a pretty um, successful. Um, 
kind of a comedy drama series that ran on Spike TV for like five years. So like he has TV acting experience. Mm-hmm. And he played pretty much the same character. <laughs> okay. Just a hothead, but much more comedic. But like the um but yeah, um the person who plays Starfire, I don't remember her from anything. And it seems and I guess the guy who plays Robin, he's been in a few things. He's their most seasoned guy they got, right? Yeah. Definitely. I think the guy who plays Bruce Wayne has been in a lot of stuff too. But he's not really a major character, so that's not we're talking about just the major characters, the ones that the younger actors can learn from and shit from too. Mm-hmm. So maybe that's why. And maybe we get away from them as the series progress. I, I think the same, I think the person who plays Donna Troy, I think I've seen her in a lot of different things too. So I think you're right. Um, I, I think it's the, you got to get some attractive actors and actresses on, on, on screen that are adults and then um, the season acting too, so that maybe maybe that's the reason why Hawk and Dove are still around. Mm-hmm. Because Dick Grayson can only yeah. carry you so far. From from like a story perspective, I almost like I almost feel like Hank should have stayed on the ranch, and Don Troy didn't need to come, and it could have just been Dick and then uh, Don. Sure. And and then I feel like, because like Don obviously still wants to do the hero stuff, and she's like one of the few people that actually does. Because yeah. Donna Trump doesn't really want to do it. Hank doesn't really want to do it anymore. And it just seems like she's one of the few characters that still kind of wants to do it, so it makes sense for her to like stick around and be there. And she could be training the new the newbies. Yeah. Because she clearly knows how to fight. Mm-hmm. So she could be training like Raven and the other. Well, Raven she doesn't even have that name yet. She's still Rachel, but um, yeah. she could be training the younger people how to fight. Mm-hmm. Which I feel like that'd be a good balance of you have Dick and then you have Dawn, which are the, and then you'll have I'm sure Starfire will be there. So you'll have your three like adultish actors and then you'll have your three child actors and then it all balances out and it's fine like there's you know, just they had a good system in that they had a good system in the first season when it was kind of like dick and um starfire were like the leaders it's mm-hmm. like they were like the mom and dad of the family and yep. i liked that dynamic of how they did that mm-hmm. and, now they got completely away from that, and that's fine because you know you got to advance a little bit because now they're not on the run like they were before. Yeah. So because the stakes didn't the stakes don't seem as high. Mm-hmm. And there seems to be more kids. Like I feel like you don't need Jason Todd. Um, he's literally in there for the um, just for the the shock value because you know he's going to die at some point because Jason Todd dies in the comics. So, you know, at some point he's going to die. That's the only reason why he's in this show. Um, Mm -hmm. The, 
having Raven and Beast Boy, like clearly that's that is essential because they're part of the the Teen Titans series. It's just weird that you don't have Cyborg. And it is weird that he's not in this show, but he's in Doom Patrol, which it's kind of the same universe, but it really isn't. And I don't know. Yeah. But I think I, a lot of it is because Cyborg in Doom Patrol is much younger than Dick Grayson. And in the Teen Titans, Cyborg and Dick Grayson were about the same age. Because yeah. Victor Stone, I think he's a teenager in Doom Patrol. Which is what he was when he was in Teen Titans, but Robin was a teen. Yeah. Now he's now he's not. He's an adult. So. Yeah, it's kind of, it's it's kind of weird because it's because it seems like they kind of like instead of having Dick as the Robin of Teen Titans, they've stuck Jason Todd as the Robin of Teen Titans just so they can fill that Robin role in Teen Titans. It kind of seems like that was yeah. the vibe I was getting. Yes. I agree. But they're like, oh, there has to be a Robin. I'm like, well, he's too old to be the Robin. He is not really the Robin anymore. Um, Let's stick the other Robin in there. (laughs) So, anything else we want to cover? No, I don't think so. So, what are our episodes next week? Are we going to do four or five? We'll do four. We'll do four. Because there's going to be one week we're going to have to do five to finish it. So we either do it next week or the week after. Yeah. Uh, where did we go? All right. I love how the app resets every time it closes. It's just awesome. Uh, the next four episodes are Deathstroke, Connor, Bruce Wayne, and Jericho. <laughs> Talk about... Talk about more characters. I totally forgot about Connor. That's another character, by the way. Oh, great. More characters. That's Superboy. Oh, great. More characters. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> more sidekicks. Who, who's, is, it's, let's throw some more sidekicks in there. Why not? Yeah, but they're going with the more traditional Superboy take. Not the... Uh, not like the original. They're going with the one where he's half human, half Kryptonian, and made in a lab by Lex Luthor. I know nothing about Superboy, so. Right, but they're going with that version of the backstory. So the same one from Young Justice. All right, okay. But, um, yeah, so next week, ooh, the Bruce Wayne episode. I'm trying to remember. I remember that one being good, too. Yeah, that's a good one. So with uh, with that, uh, next week we'll be covering those episodes. With that, I am an exclusive offer uh, alongside other notification, and we'll be back next week. <laughs>